everybody, and welcome to Is It Art? Question mark. This podcast is an exploration of groundbreaking and controversial art pieces throughout history. Check out our first episode on Marcel Duchamp's Fountain from 1917. When we say we're going to explore art pieces, it just means we're going to look at pictures and then give our completely invalid opinions. Don't hate. So, to follow up on last week's episode on Marcel Duchamp, you asked me to show you other works of Marcel Duchamp, which I have gathered for I'm so you excited. In order. Okay, cool. Chronological order. So, 1917 was his fountain, okay? Yeah, so I'm going to post these on the Instagram as well so people can check these. In a carousel? Yeah. Ooh. I know. <laughs> I know. So first mm-hmm. is uh, Nude Descending a Staircase from 1912. Okay, so this is five years before the revolutionary urinal. This was his banger. Like, this is what made him famous. Is this a painting? Yeah. Okay, it looks like nothing. Next. It's like cubism. Yeah, totally. Of a woman walking down a staircase. Shut up. It's like multiple... Can you make it bigger? It's No, it's the biggest I can get. It's like multiple images drawn over each other of a woman walking down a staircase, but it's also oh, like stylized. Oh, I see stylized. it, I see it, I see it. Okay, yeah, It's kind of yeah, like yeah. the Matrix, you know? Not bad, but not 1912. bad. All right, that's cool. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Number two is... Uh, Three standard stoppages from 1913 to 1914. So that took a year. Took a year to make that one. What is it? Uh, so I read this like two weeks ago. So it's my explanation is probably going to be terrible. But um, it's these are a foot long, these wooden things on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then this, there's a case, something about a case. And okay. then he dropped, he dropped the things on the floor. And it was some sort of study of, like, spatial design and time. I didn't get it. (laughs) But what is a stoppage? Uh, Well, I think he's talking about stopping time. So, like, he dropped things and he marked where they were. So it's like, it's kind of like a... But he dropped them, like, perfectly I don't think these... No, I think these are just displayed. I think something in the box is sort of related to how they landed, I think. Oh, okay, that's dumb. So it's some, some kind of, like, scientific study crossed with art. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Uh, this one is called something crazy. I think it's actually The Bride Stripped Bare by Her Bachelors, even. and Or there's an alternative title, which is The Large Glass. From 1915 to 1923, what does he that worked mean? on this. What does oh, that mean? Oh, it took eight years? Yeah. And it's just some sort of, like, diorama of elements. It's got a little mm. Rube Goldberg to it, you know? Like, you know Rube Goldberg, the guy that does the... Almost like the you know Mousetrap the <gasps> game. No, the the board game Mousetrap. I've never played that. So it's got like this complicated trap at the end where a ball rolls around a roller coaster and then hits a thing and it hits something else and then the trap comes out of the mouse. Mm. That's a Rube Goldberg device. He basically was an artist that came up with the game. No, he came up with this concept of like forward motion. So you tap a ball you must have seen a youtube video you tap a ball and it rolls along and it falls down it hits like a balloon and the balloon goes up and knocks a seesaw and the seesaw tips over a glass no oh i'm from africa we didn't play mousetrap dude you're from chicago (laughs) no i'm not i was a child in south africa i didn't play mousetrap okay but i understand what you mean like what it's obviously inspiration for a lot of the toys that we have these days right like Harrison's little ball thing. The idea of like 
it his ball his giant yeah, ball maze kind of, thing, like a like, maze that's one thing Rube Goldberg's thing was changing that kinetic energy from okay. different things it's kind of interesting to watch him because mm. it's kind of like you know when you watch like dominoes someone set up like 10 billion dominoes and you watch them knock them over and it's like ooh they're going over little hills and around corners and they're making crazy shapes you've never watched like a Guinness world record domino thing no I'm not a loser (laughs) so apparently I'm a loser but (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what that is, kind okay. of. Uh, number four is titled L-H-O-O-Q. That's the Mona Lisa. Yeah, but look, he drew a little mustache and a beard on her on that a postcard. Uh, okay. This stands for something, too. Uh, that Wait, was like all he racy. did was he took the Mona Lisa and he drew a mustache on it? Yeah. And a beard? Is yeah, that a laugh? It's like a postcard of the Mona Lisa. I like that. Okay. That's like very common. Well, this one. What it's is called it? Fresh Window, 1920. It's a window, but he blacked out the panes, and then it's obviously in a gallery setting. <sighs> okay. Uh, the next one is a Box in a Suitcase, 1935 to 1941. And in this, he made like a hundred little suitcases and they all had little prints of his artwork inside. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, And then number seven is called Please Touch in 1947. It's just a nipple? Yeah, on like this felt background. Okay, I don't hate that. Okay. And then the last one, number eight, is called Etant Dons from 1946 to 1966. So it took 20 years. Uh, is it a painting? It is a painting of a woman mm-hmm. with her legs spread, laying in grass with a background and a and a flame. It's a good painting. Yeah, I mean, it's, very talented. It's a little bit Black Dahlia esque, you know. There's yeah, something yeah, like yeah. a bit murdered about it. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That's it. And I got a picture of Marcel himself Ugh. in a fur coat. Mm-mm. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Well, you know, very against killing animals for fashion. So well, this was in nineteen twenty, whatever. So still against it. But you know what? Cool stuff. Yeah, now you've seen it all. I felt like towards the end of his career, you were more invested in. Yeah, his yeah, work. yeah, yeah. I, well, I like, I like, uh, I like sculptures, right? I like things like that. I like the nipple or the aerial or the boob. It's just a whole boob. I like that. I like his paintings. His paintings are good. The suitcases are cool. The Mona Lisa with just drawing a mustache and a beard. I don't really get that. And I don't get the little sculpture thing of his stoppages. But, like, that's fine. It's all fine. Okay. It's all fine. All right. Mr. Duchamp, well, may you, you can, rest in peace. Your your stuff is fine. Dear listener, you can, uh, you can check that out on the Instagram. Which is at Is It Art Podcast. On the gram. Yeah. I, I like that he covers the spectrum in terms of painting, sculptures, mixing a little bit of science in there, a little bit of found art, as you say, taking the Mona Lisa and doing stuff. He seems like he's a little bit ahead of the curve, which I respect. Yeah, definitely. And then, like, I was listening to the Adam Buxton podcast, and he was interviewing this comedian called Vic Reese, who's into Dada art, which is what Duchamp is like a Dadaist. What's that mean? Art historians have said it's a reaction to the First World War and like the the modern world and this mm. this art movement was like against it and the whole point of Dadaism was that there's no point to anything 
Oh, God. Um, and it, like, lots of art historians have been like, oh, it's this amazing sort of reaction to the to the modern world and, like, they're forcing, like, absurdity into mm, blah, 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 okay. right? All right. But then Vic Rees is just like, I just think they were just doing shit because they wanted to do shit, it, especially if it was stupid. Well, I don't... I think that Marcel Duchamp is a very... Uh, it, he He thinks a lot, right? I thought about this a lot after our last episode. I'm like, clearly this guy thinks a lot. I might not agree with some of his choices or I might not consider a lot of his things art, but he thinks a lot. And the fact that, like, he made a boob sculpture and then he said, please touch. Like, that obviously is a statement in terms of where, like, the time that he was creating art and how women were very covered up or it's a very conservative time. And he's like, Please touch. Please embrace sexuality. Please embrace this or whatever. I can respect those types of things. But at the end of the day, it's still a silicone boob. I think he... So I've come uh, the opposite way on Duchamp. I think now... I opened your eyes to the ridiculousness of it. I still think it's up, but I think... He's just a little bit of a like shock guy. He's a little bit oh, Howard yeah. Stern, like where he's just like, I just want to like, whoa. In 2021. Yeah, he's, I just want to like blow your mind. He said it last week. He is the 1920s version of Banksy. Yeah. This week, we are going to look at a painting mm-hmm. by Chris Ophelia called The Holy Virgin Mary from 1996. Oh, okay. It's a painting. 1996, I was four. Yeah, I feel like you're going to be like, this is definitely art. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to show you the pictures. Again, you can see this on Instagram at is this art podcast. Now, all right, here we go. Here's the painting. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, could you describe what you're looking at? I don't know if I can. What is it? Well, describe. Uh, it looks like a face. On a, on an octopus, maybe? <laughs> no, a feathered bird? It's a bird? No, it's obviously a lady's face. Yeah, but it's not a lady, is it? It's not wow. a lady. I don't know. Keep, keep discussing. Uh, so there's a face, and she's wearing a, a blue feathered dress, and there's some... Uh, are those balls? What is happening? Are those assholes? Like, are those balls? Those, those are, are balls. Those are butts. Oh, they are? Yeah, those are lady butts. Okay. Okay. Here's a, okay. Bright, here's a brighter picture so okay. you can see a little bit more detail. All right. Mm. And here it is behind a glass panel. <sighs> okay. Okay. So we'll leave it on this one. Interesting. What type of... Is this like an actual oil painting? Uh, Do you want me to tell you a little bit about it? Please do. Okay. So, um, The Holy Virgin Mary is a painting created by Chris Ophelia in 1996. It was one of the works included in the Sensation Exhibition in London, Berlin, and New York in 1997 to 2000. I went to that exhibition. In London in 1997. Yeah, I did. Did you see this? It was him, yeah. Him, Tracy Emin, Damien Hurst, with his shark that was, like, cut into pieces. None of this, baby. I'm so sorry. I'll show you that one because it's good. Okay. Anyway, it was, like, it was like young. It was, it was called the YBAs, the Young British Artists. And it was oh, all cool. these, like, hell-raising, like, people that were, like, overturning the stuffy British art world in 1997. It was also when, like, Oasis and Blur were out and, like, 
it was like a really cool Britannia time, right? Everyone was like, England's so cool mm. for a hot minute. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, in 1998, Ophelia was the first black artist to be awarded the Turner Prize, which is a big deal in England. Um, the painting was sold for $2.9 million in June 2015. Okay. Okay, so here's a description. This is all from uh, Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, here's a description. On a yellow-orange background, the large painting, so it's eight feet high and six feet Holy wide, shit. Okay. depicts a black woman wearing a blue robe, Oh. a traditional attribute of the Virgin Mary. Mm, okay. The work employs mixed media, including oil paint, glitter, mm-hmm. and polyester resin, and also elephant dung, map pins, oh, and collage pornographic images. The central black Madonna is surrounded by many collaged images that resemble butterflies. That's what I was going to say. They're, they're bugs until I looked closer, and yeah. I thought they were balls, but I see now that they're butts. So on closer inspection, the photographs are of female genitalia. I read it was butts. I haven't really looked there that close. There are butts close. and vaginas. There are vaginas too? Yeah, there are. Like, that's a vagina right there. Underneath, it's a vagina it's a right butt there. And a, is that a butt and a vagina? Or it's is like it just when a you, underneath a shot? A woman bends over and you can see her vagina and her butt. It's like if someone was, like, pooping on a glass table. <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um... So apparently that is an ironic reference to the puti that appear in traditional religious art. I don't know what that means. The what? The puti. P-U-T-T-I. P-U-T-T-I. Yeah, it sounds Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll look that up later. That's interesting. A lump of dried varnished elephant dung forms one bared breast. Yes, I see that. And the painting is displayed leaning against the gallery wall, supported by two other lumps of elephant dung. I see that, Virgin yeah. and Mary. Decorated with colored pins. The pins are on the left are arranged to spell out Virgin, and the one on the right, Mary. Um, Does it say why he called it the Virgin Mary? I think it is his version of the Virgin Mary. Okay. Okay. Um... Mm, okay. So, Ophelia has described his confusion as an altar boy at the idea of the Virgin Mary giving birth and has described his painting as a hip-hop version of traditional old master paintings of the Virgin Mary. He has also emphasized the importance of the work depicting a black Madonna. Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, okay, so let's start with the things that I like about this. I like that... He's a black artist depicting the Virgin Mary as a black woman. Because I feel like as a child, you grow up with these figures, you're taught about Jesus or biblical characters or Mary and Moses and Abraham and whatever. And in your head, you just imagine they look like you. And for me personally, being somewhere in the middle, I always had a struggle with that. You know, you picture everybody or everything is like you and then you go to the store and get your first Barbie and it's white and you're kind of shown this different world and you're like oh shit like white things or white people or white culture kind of dominates but in your head you kind of have to retrain your brain to realize like oh like people aren't black or brown or African it's like everything is this one white thing but as a child you picture you picture the the people you're taught about to be 
to be the same race as you, you know, just without people telling you that, that's just a natural thought. So I always respect people interpreting things as like, this is the way I viewed this thing, or we don't really know. What if they're not white? You know, what if that's just a, a depiction that's just been taught for hundreds and hundreds of years? Like, what if they are black or brown or whatever? So I like that idea of it. I also like the idea of like, you using a bunch of different mediums to create that art. So it's a painting, oil painting with resin, and there's, yes, elephant poop, which I find very disgusting, but, like, also kind of cool, you know, that he somehow used all these things to make a painting. Um, the butts, I don't really get. It's kind of like she's, a vir- like, the Virgin Mary, and maybe there's a deeper statement there, mm. you know? Like, she's a Virgin Mary, let's make this provocative and a little bit shocking. I mean, it's definitely... I mean, yeah, I don't know. She has a, a boob showing. There's butts all over this entire painting. Different butts, different sizes, different shapes, different colors. It's obviously meant to be shocking. It's not my cup of tea necessarily. I could have seen this painting done a jillion different ways, but do I think it's like the greatest painting I've ever seen? No. Do I understand maybe like where he was coming from? Yes. Uh, the only thing I dislike about this is that I don't know why it's called the Virgin Mary. It's a painting of the Virgin Mary. To one person, though. What's well, his interpretation as the artist? Sure. So then I respect that this is his interpretation, but I don't know about all the asses. The asses are not his interpretation, right? That's supposed to be shocking. Well, That's I mean, an added layer when you to paint it. the Virgin, no, like when when a grand master painter paints the Virgin Mary, they don't just paint her on a white background. They paint her with contextual images sure. around it. And his images for his vision are these butts. Yeah, but that's not how he actually interprets the Virgin Mary. He doesn't actually interpret the Virgin Mary he's surrounded by butts. He's definitely making a statement. Yes, he's making a statement. So he's taking the Virgin Mary and recontextualizing it, which that I respect. So your problem is the butts. My problem, no, I don't even hate ah. the butts. My problem is I don't get it. But, like, it's fine. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is what you're supposed to do with that. You're supposed to learn a little bit about it and then look at it, and then you I, find your own meaning. I get the statement. I don't really get the, why this is the, necessarily has to be the Virgin Mary. Couldn't this be, like, any woman? It could be, but he, I'm just the, being title, really literal. the title of the piece is... Right. The Holy Virgin Mary, and he even wrote it on the bottom. In poop. In poop. Yeah, but don't you think that the butts are just more for shock value and not actually... No, I think whatever the Pooty references in the Wikipedia article, I think that is, there's actually a lot of nudity in like classical paintings. Totally. Right? And I think he's just taken a lot of elements from a classical painting to an extreme, so... You know, there's it says a lot it's of bad, literal pornographic images. There's a lot of bad breasts in in yeah, Renaissance that's, paintings. That's fine. I mean, there's that's a lot part of, of like if that's part of like even. But there's a lot of nude people. Well, I think that yeah, <laughs> I think the bared breasts and the way it's actually done is very representative too of just like African culture. Well, he's yeah, definitely. So I get that. I the pornographic images of butts is not necessarily to me anything other than this is just recontextualizing this person, which it's fine. I like the butts. The butts are nice. They're fine. I have no issue with the butts. <laughs> I just feel like 
this could the butts could have been gone and I would have felt the same way. But that's a personal opinion. I think the I think the butts add something to it. I'm not it's sure adds, what it adds like more of a shock statement or I, like, hey, this Virgin Mary who we all think of as literally this white woman in a in a in a robe covered head to toe praying, right? This is a totally different interpretation. I just I think the butts are more for shock value than anything else. What do you think about his his statement that he just did a hip hop version of a Renaissance painting? I think it's dope. And honestly, like even if I hated this painting, I wouldn't be able to argue that this is not art because it's paint, it's resin, it's poop. <laughs> Like, he actually made something, he used his hands, he created something, and this is definitely art to me. Uh, definitely art. It's definitely art. I think my problem with it is just executionally, I don't like it. I mean, it's not a great painting. I think it's like a child's painting, which, like, maybe that's his intention, and so yeah, maybe mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, compositionally, it's, I don't know, to me it's a mess, but I'm also, like, Weirdly uh, uptight about composition and stuff, you know? Right, right, right. But I also feel like there's a lot of paintings I hate, but it doesn't mean it's I don't recognize that it's art, okay. you know? It's hard for me to connect with a painting. It's hard for me to connect with art. So in general, keeping it very plain and simple, is it art? Well, yes, of course it's art. It's paint, it's resin, it's poop on a canvas. <laughs> Great job, dude. You did a good job. You made some art, even though I wouldn't like hang this up on my wall. But like, I mean, it's worth four point six million dollars. Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't hang it up on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think our walls are big enough. It's eight feet tall. That is insane. That's the coolest part about this entire painting is that it's eight <laughs> feet tall. Probably a little bit more with the. Dome. Imagine how giant that poop breast is. Oh my god, that's a lot of poop. <laughs> Where did he get the elephant poop from? I know he got it from an elephant, but like I, where? Yeah, I don't know. You have to buy that? You're like, excuse me, may Probably I buy zoo. your elephant poop? Yeah, and they're yeah. like, why? And he's like, I'm trying to make art. And they're like, from the zoo. Oh. The zoo probably has a pretty good sideline in selling poop. Uh-uh, they don't. They, they do. I don't think they I can read a whole poop. thing that zoos are selling lion poop for people. You put it in your, in your backyard if you live in an area where there are bears or mountain lions. And because it's lion poop, the animals don't come near you because they're afraid. No, That's seriously. That's actually smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he was like, this is, uh, he said it was, uh, the, like, elephant dung is used a lot in uh, the art of Zimbabwe, and he saw it when he was there, and mm, he was like, that's cool. He identified with it. Well, it makes sense, right? Because ele- I think elephant poop has been used for years and years and years in that way, especially with, like, uh, cultural art pieces or, like, murals. I've seen for sure they've used elephant dung because it actually has, like, a strong pigment to it. Oh, really? Yeah, and I have definitely seen that. It kind of goes along with everything, right? Shaking up everything. Like, hey, yeah. I'm taking this this image of what we think this woman looks like and changing everything about it. I'm using cultural references, which is dope. And also, I'm going to put all these butts on it. My whole thing is, like, it was art just based on what it is. I need to, I need to remove myself from the idea of I would have felt the same respect for this had there not been butts on it, then I do it with butts on it. <laughs> to me, I'm like the butts are in the way of like the deeper thing of this, which is a black Virgin Mary. So here's some other things that happened in 1996, just to set the scene. Um, Motorola released the StarTech, commonly known as the clamshell phone. What? 
That was in 1996. The clamshell phone. Mm, It's a flip phone. Really? Yeah. Like a razor? No, no, like it was like it was like this shape. It was shaped kind of like a no clam. No way. But you flip the top up. It was the first flip phone. What? Yeah, 1996. In 1996? 1996. Wow. Um, Sri Lanka won the Cricket World Cup. I knew you would find that interesting. Totally. They beat Australia. Oh, yeah, good. Congratulations <laughs> to them. The Nintendo 64 was released. Stop. 1996. Dude, this is wild. Uh, Dolly the sheep was cloned, the first ever cloned animal. What? Yeah. They cloned an animal in 1996. Yeah, Dolly the sheep. So they it wasn't. I was about to be like, what it the wasn't hell was like I doing? it wasn't like they cloned it in like a big machine. They like cloned an embryo from DNA. They like built this embryo from DNA, and then they then they put the embryo into a sheep, and then impregnated it, and then they had this clone sheep. And so they, she gave birth to it? Yeah. And it was fine? It was the same, exact same It didn't sheep. come out and was like, ah. No, so actually I think they, yeah, they cloned an, they generated an already impregnated embryo. And then they put it in a different sheep. That sheep gave birth. And they created the same sheep. Dolly Whoa. the sheep. The Wait, clone. what? So she gave birth to herself? So you could do that. No, they didn't put it back into the same sheep. I think they put it into a, just a different sheep. Oh, I that see. That could then, like... Give birth so they to impregnated it. a sheep with a cloned sheep embryo. Yes. Mm. That's what I could have done with Marlo. I could have had him cloned. And impregnated into something. I could have had it impregnated into another dog. And they could have given birth to an exact copy yeah, of Marlo. Yeah, I don't think I that think that's Martha, good, a good way to grieve. Didn't Martha Stewart do that? She has like 10 cloned dogs, right? Uh, not Martha Stewart. It's Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Same thing. She has like the same <laughs> dog. Isn't it like a Pomeranian or something? It's a like poodle? a little, yeah, It's like a poodle like or a Pomeranian or something like that. It's like 10 grand. Yeah, that's fucked up. I it's think, not That's not the way. I think it's money well spent. This is uh, not the way. Um, <laughs> also in 1996, in Chicago's Brookfield Zoo. You ever been to Brookfield Zoo? A thousand times. Okay, great. Um, a three-year-old child falls into the gorilla enclosure. Yes, yes. Binti Jua. A female lowland gorilla sits with the injured boy yes. until his rescue. A hundred, I've seen that video so many times. It was the biggest story ever. And even though I only moved to Naperville in 1999, mm. I moved to, yeah, I moved to Illinois in 1999. We all knew about the, the little gorilla. boy who fell into the gorilla yeah. enclosure because that was a really big deal. He fell in, he got really hurt. Yeah. He got really hurt because he hit concrete. And his mom was obviously like ridiculed because he was hanging over and the gorilla freaked out and literally was like swatting every all the other monkeys away and the other gorillas away and held him, sat with him because he was so beat up and he was crying and he was scared. But she held him and and like literally cuddled him until he was. And then they like tranked her, right? They must have. They tranked her to get him away. Yeah. I don't know if they might have killed her. For what? Taking care of a child? To get her, because she became so protective over that boy. I don't know if they killed her. That I don't. Would, I honestly, break my they heart. They didn't they mention that, her. so I don't think they did. Because maybe they that didn't. Would be but that was another recent story, right? But I think they did have to trank her to get her away because she started freaking I think you would, out you would when have other to, people tried to get him away. I think you would have to trank him just to get close to the gorilla. That video is horrifying because the mom is. The sounds coming out of that mother is, you just know, if that was your kid, you'd freak out. But a lot of people were like, 
hey, why did you let your little boy hang over the edge of the railing? You know, 96. I can't believe that was in 96. (laughs) But yeah, the Brookfield Zoo is a great zoo. Obviously, I hate zoos now, but I've been there a bajillion times. Okay. Um, Also, Prince Charles and Lady Diana got divorced in 96. Good. Fuck Prince Charles. Some famous people were born. Pierre Gasly was born. Formula One racing yeah, driver, yeah, Pierre yeah. Gasly. Tom Holland was born. Tight. Uh, and then uh, Christian McCaffrey and Joe Burrow, famous <laughs> in, the, in the NFL. <laughs> okay, great. And. I've heard you say Christian McCaffrey a bajillion the times. The number one best person in the whole world was born. Well, it can't be Nicolas Cage because no. he's older than me. It's Zendaya. Zendaya was born in 96. Fuck off. Get out of here. That's so rude. <laughs> the same year as Tom Holland. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh. Right. I do love Zendaya. I don't love that you love her as much as I do, but I do love her. I didn't even know about her until you put her in my brain. I had to recreate her like a jillion so times. So it's your fault. And then you just fell in love with her. <laughs> um, okay. So let me tell you about some critical reaction to... Chris Ophelia's the... Is it Christian people being like, she's not black? So, in England, it was great. Everyone loved it. And then it went to Berlin. Everybody loved it. And then it went to New York uh, in 1999. And Mayor Giuliani... Of course. ...described Ophelia's paintings as sick. If I can do it, it's not art. Because I'm not much of an artist, he said. You know, if you want to throw dung at something, I could figure out how to do that. That's Giuliani's opinion. Yeah, well, he didn't throw dung. The only dung on this is her boob and the two things holding up the painting. There, this is what I mean. This is when I get irritated because like, people actually want to argue about... People want to glorify things that are not art, but when it comes to people actually putting in time and work and effort, it really comes down to they're just pissed because he painted a black Virgin Mary yeah. and put butts next and to it. And dung. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, how do you, how dare you deface the Virgin Mary? This so, is a political statement. So it was at the Brooklyn Museum and Giuliani brought a lawsuit, court case, against the museum because he wanted it removed. Stop it. From the show. Um, oh my God. And so they, it basically, it didn't, it didn't work. And then he attempted to withdraw the annual $7 million city hall grant for the museum. So he was like, hey, I'm going to sue you to take this down. And they were like, go fuck yourself. He lost the case. Then he's like, okay, I'm going to take all your funding away. Because he was so offended by this. Because he's a piece of shit. He's such a twat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, the museum said no. They filed a lawsuit back against him for breach of the First Amendment. And then they won the court case. Good. Okay. A couple years later, Giuliani takes this guy. Um, so a couple years later, Giuliani takes this guy in a completely separate incident, takes this guy to court for like securities fraud on the stock exchange. Right. This guy called Stephen A. Cohen. Um, the guy ended up going to jail. Like Giuliani won the case. He bought like this whole thing against him. This guy came out of jail, still mega rich, didn't give a fuck, like made even more money and then bought the painting and then donated it to MoMA. On purpose, um, and gave them fifty million dollars. Um, Just to say, like a fuck you to Giuliani. Yeah, basically, 
basically he just did it because he knew Giuliani hated that painting. Yeah, so he took so the he, painting. So he so he spent fifty million dollars to like one of the biggest art museums <laughs> right. in the world, where it's still on display. That's, That's where it's cool. on display right now. So I like that because it's just like a I'm so fucking rich that I'm gonna do this really petty act just to fuck with you, Rudy okay. Giuliani. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. How did he preserve the elephant dung? Is it like coated in, in resin? Yeah, it's coated in resin. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's How a couple. How did he get the ver? You said it's beads. It's uh, pins, like push pins. Stop. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's I actually did, cool. Honestly, I did not expect your reaction to be like so positive with this one. I mean, it's not like great. <laughs> It's not like a great there's, painting. But there's like pieces about it you're really into. You're like, oh, I like this idea. And then I like, I like how this putting, is done. I like how simple it is. Like, I like that. It's like, let me just, I want to write Virgin Mary in these two mounds of poop. So I'm just going to use pushpins because that just makes the most sense, you know? Like, let me just put pushpins in it and then coat it in resin. Then I don't worry about anything. And it's held up for this long. It's 2021. I mean, it's fully protected now, right? Like, yeah, but I mean, like, poop. poop mounds of poop yeah, but it's, it's, have held up. You can varnish anything. It'll last forever, Dude, right? that's cool to me. Um, so there's a couple other interventions, like we had with Duchamp. Ugh, I right? hate that word. Uh, but these aren't, like, artist interventions. This is, like, people being mad about people stuff. People are like, I want to add to this painting. I'm going to no, poop no, on this it, is too. No, this is not art. Okay, this is, good. like, purely, like, upset people. So uh, the work was protected by a plexiglass screen, but was damaged when Dennis Heiner smeared white paint over the canvas on the 16th of Shut December, up. 1999. Oh, my God. Heiner was charged with second-degree criminal mischief and received a conditional discharge and a $250 fine. Racist. <laughs> he smeared white paint on the actual canvas? Yeah, yeah. And that, I think after that, they put up the, the they glass. Put it behind the thing. So he just... The people are so, so awful. Uh, this is a good one. Scott Labedo, an artist from Staten Island, was arrested on 30th of September 1999 for throwing horse manure at the museum where it's held. He accused Chris O'Philly's work of Catholic bashing. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's either <laughs> re- it's religious uh, opposition or it's race opposition. But I think most of it's probably coming from religious opposition. Yeah, for this Be- piece, for yes, sure. Yes, because... because well, It's very taboo of, subjects, right? It's well, like it's porn. because of the porn aspect because it is described as a painting of the Virgin Mary with pornographic collage-like images. Yeah, and poop. It's, it's not only butts, it's vaginas and butts, and it is the Virgin Mary. So, like, in a way, do I... Do I have a religious opposition to it? No. But do I think it is offensive? Yes. I do think it's offensive. Do I find it personally offensive? No, obviously, because I'm not offended by things like that. But I can see how offensive this can be. And therefore, Mm. I do believe that a lot of it is for shock value. And that's why I think the butts aren't necessarily art. It's more of a statement. Again, my issue with last week, I was like, this is a statement. This is not art. The actual picture would, like I said, make me feel the exact same way with or without the butts. I respect what he did. I respect the message he's trying to get across. I love that he has interpreted the Virgin Mary as a black woman with cultural references. That is dope. Okay. That is super dope. I think the pornographic collage images of butts that he just took from whatever, porn, and pasted it is not necessarily art. That's a statement. That just adds to his art piece. I think it's all art. Okay. He's the artist. He put it together. It's sure. art. Sure. 
Okay, so going back to Scott Lebedo, the guy that threw horse manure at the museum and said it's Catholic bashing. Uh, the museum guards protecting the painting were quoted as saying, it's not the Virgin Mary, it's a painting. Overall, I think this is definitely art, okay? He's using his hands. He's using different mediums. There is wonderful elements in this. Do I love this painting? No, I don't love this painting. Do I think it's groundbreaking in a literal sense? No. Do I think his statement is great? Yes. A lot of respect for this. I like what he did. I like his his interpretation. Maybe it's because it's simple. I can kind of see why he did what he did. And I think that's why I like it because for me, when I can, when I struggle with art is when I'm like, but why? But why did you do this? Why did you choose to do this? With this, I'm like, dude, this makes sense to me. I get it. Like I said, I didn't need the butts. They're fine. But I would have thought this was art with or without the butts. I think the, the butts are more of a statement rather than art. I think the actual painting is art. But then again, I'm extremely literal. Overall, yes, this is a work of art. I like the poop in resin. That's dope. That's my favorite part of this Pushpin poop, I'm here for it. Good job, Chris O'Philly. He's probably alive. He's definitely, yes, he's definitely alive. 1996? He's definitely rich and alive. The idea of mix, all the all the mixed media of it, I think that's the coolest part about it. I think that's what makes it art. Okay, so you like collage, and you like that he did it with his hands. That's important to you. He made it himself with his hands yeah he's like i'm gonna paint this oh wait i'm gonna actually do some resin on this also wait hold on i'm gonna get some poop yeah like a rothko he painted it with his hands oh god (laughs) don't get me started (laughs) or like a urinal that he bought into a galley with his hands no that doesn't that doesn't (laughs) he signed it with his own hands does not suffice no this is a hundred percent up even if you're like i wouldn't have done this he still intentionally thought through what he's doing. Like, I wouldn't lay it out like this, but he was like, there's a, everything he did on here, he's like, I think this is a good, like, there's a reason yeah, for this. Yeah, I mean, it's art, for it's in, sure. It's intentional. Sure. It's considered. Yeah, just like a urinal. Mm, no, it's that's considered. not considered. He considered the urinal. Okay, so I considered it shit. And he put it into, put it into the gallery. Yeah, I considered that I hate it. <laughs> All right, well, that that was episode two. That was an easy one, right? Like, easy for you to be like, this is art. Yeah, good job, Chris O'Philly. Okay, next. Shout out to you, bro. So next week I can show you some more Chris O'Philly work. I think that's a good... I like, like that. You have some time to think about it, and then you can look at more Chris O'Philly work. Okay. Um, and then we are going to do Tracy Emmons' seminal My Bed. Same year, same exhibition, the Sensations exhibition... That you went to. Yes, she's English also. She was a My young bed? British Is it her artist. bed? <laughs> is it a painting? It is not a painting. Oh, fuck. Is it her bed? <laughs> Did she put her bed in the exhibit? I'm going to kill somebody. Did she put her bed? You'll find out next week. Oh, that kills me. Is she She literally t- I think it's titled it's, My Bed? I think it's going to be tough for you because there's parts of what she did that you're going to be like, fuck this. But there's also like, an intention and a narrative to it that you're like, okay. Okay, I doubt it. I think Kanye, <laughs> I think Kanye should take his drawing and put it in a museum Kanye, of his bed. <laughs> Kanye's bed that he used in Donda is a direct ripoff of Tracy Emmons' My Bed. 
Oh my god, is it a stupid sketch drawing of a bed? No, no, you know, for his stage show, he recreated his childhood bedroom. Uh-huh. He ripped that off of Tracy Emin. So she just, she literally put her bed. You'll find out. Oh, this is awful. There's a she put her bed <laughs> in a gallery. You know what's even worse than putting your bed? Recreating your bed and putting in a gallery. Uh, I need to, I need to somehow convince you that s- having a statement is also art. Like when you write, when you write for your show, mm-hmm. when you have an art show, you write an artist's statement. Like the whole point of your show, your body of work under a theme is a statement. Sure. But your statement's so separate. That's why they're like, give us your statement. Yeah, but it's the artist's statement. Like it's Okay. The I point. have lots of statements. Doesn't mean there I mean, are. <laughs> I mean, if you made some art and you had a statement... Dude, if I took a shit in a bag and was like, you know what my statement is? Why are you obsessed with shitting in bags? Well, because... It's the same as last week. Yeah, because my whole point is like... (laughs) My whole point is like, think of the weirdest, grossest thing, okay? To me, that's shit. To me, it's shit, okay? Like I said, Banksy could shit in a bag and he could be like, my statement is, I'm done with art. And everybody would be like... That's it. For episode two. Great. We have to go argue now. Bye. Bye. Hey, by the way, Knowles and I have another podcast. It's called Let Me Tell You a Story. It's hosted by me, Sinead DeFries, and Nils is my co-host, and we basically dive into some crazy true crime stories. We got murders, we got mysteries, we got untold stories, and we really strive to tell the lesser-known true crime stories. If you like true crime, you like murder, you like weird shit happening then please check it out. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, and be sure to just leave us a review. It's mainly murders. Also, review this one. Yeah, do it. All 10 people that listen to it. You know what? All you 10 people. All 10 people of you. I love you. I love you, too. (laughs) Good for you. We got one comment on our Instagram. We did? Yeah. Should should I give them a shout-out? Yeah, who is it? On our Instagram. Well, one, I got a bunch of trash. Like what? Well, like a, a person called... Marshall R. Du- Duchamp oh. just commented his own Instagram account, which I thought was pretty amazing. I do like that. But Hannah Holtsteel said, oh, hell no. You know what, Hannah Holtsteel? I feel you, girl. I'm sorry. It's Hannah Holtsteel. You know what, Hannah Holtsteel? I feel you, girl. Who is a photographer... She's a director, wife, and creative. She loves dogs, is a foodie, and a mental health advocate. Love that. Yeah. Good job, Hannah. Hannah, listen, Hannah, you and me are on the same page with the urinal. It's a oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm glad somebody sees my point of view. She might not have listened to the podcast. She might have just stumbled upon the yeah, Instagram and Yeah, she was like, like, fuck this what shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, okay, cool. That was fun. Kind of. Stressful, but good. Better than last week for sure. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.